This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, officers, officers, this is the gentleman that was accosting me when I had a two-month-old baby in my hands. You came in Steve. my personal space. And then I immediately stepped away. Santos, what are you doing? What are you doing to call for the end of Israeli? What are you doing about terrorists destroying Israel? What about the terrorists from Hamas that tried to invest in this building? It's a forest. It is a forest that you are in this building. Stepping up for terrorists. You are a terrorist sympathizer. You are human. It is uh, our Friday early evening show, 13 October, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Bibi Netanyahu addressed the nation as the special forces element uh, moves in uh, to Gaza. Uh, of course, massive rallies all over the world uh, against that. Uh, in fact, uh, Nelson, we played in the earlier hour, Nelson Mandela's grandson leading a massive rally. Want to go in Capitol Hill? Uh, it's on a knife's edge. Congressman Santos, George Santos of uh, New York Three, joins us, sir. That that is going viral. Can you explain to our audience what exactly happened? The early part of this, where you had your staffers, I guess, baby in your arms, we, we couldn't get video of. Walk us through exactly what happened and, and what what uh, got you so worked up. Hi, Steve. Well, thanks for having me. So it's 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 already contentious here. We're trying to find our speaker. And I, one of my staffers had a baby in and I just had him, went over to show him to another member. And as I'm doing that, that man and that woman decided to pin me up against a wall as I'm holding a child and literally pointing fingers in my face 
as I'm defenseless and can't can't defend myself, talking about Israel being terrorists and killing people in the Palestines. Quite frankly, the man was here defending the actions of Hamas that killed 260 festival goers on a surprise attack and has led to over a thousand Jews being killed in Israel in the first 24 hours of that conflict. The man was here defending terrorism in the halls of Congress, the same halls that we have people walking around to defend this nation and this world from terrorists just 22 years after the 9-11 attacks in New York City. I won't stand for it, Steve. Not, not on my watch. Is he, did he actually say or tell you, or the woman told you it was, is he actually Jewish? I have no clue who he is. Quite frankly, I don't give a rat's ass who he is, what he is. He has no business in here. If you walk in here, you can tell me you're Jesus Christ incarnate, but if you're going to peddle pro Hamas, pro terrorist talking points, you can get out of here. I have no, you have no right. I don't even care if you're elected or civilian. The fact that I have colleagues on the other side of the aisle peddling pro-terrorist commentary in here is a disgrace. Just think about it this way. Every single member of the Republican Party that does not support funding a endless bottom pit of money to Ukraine is called a terrorist that we're sympathizers of Vladimir Putin, when that's absolutely not true. But when we have members of the squad, including Cori Bush, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, literally saying that they support Palestine and that there should be a ceasefire, are you kidding? After they take heinous actions of terror on, uh, on peaceful Israelis, they're the terrorist sympathizers. These are the terrorists in our own body. The enemy is within, Steve. We're, li we're living in an America where we have the enemy legislating in Congress. Congressman Santos, isn't it, they get, uh, they're out front. But isn't it true that over on the, the more radical side of the Democratic Party in, in the House, which is at least 50 percent of them, that that sentiment runs a lot deeper than just the squad? Of course it does. You have Jamal Bowman, Pramila Jayapal, and a whole bunch of others. Look, just this week, Shree, the member uh, from Michigan, resigned from the DSA. Then his Palestinian comms director comes out and starts smearing him with the help of the infrastructure of the alt-right. And here, here's the deal. Shri is a pretty far left-leaning member of this body. But even for him, the actions of Hamas and the support Hamas is receiving from the DSA was too much. Then from within his own infrastructure, he gets blown up. That's how deep it runs, Steve. They're, in, they're staffers. They're members. They're all over the place. It is a dangerous, dangerous place to be when we know that in the body that we serve to protect us from foreign foes, adversaries, and terror, we have terrorist organization sympathizers. Hey, Congressman, I, a lot of people at home don't know this, but when you go over into Congress, if you can get through the screening of, of weapons or whatever, you have all sorts of types wandering these halls right now, don't you? You do. Look, the fact that it's 2023, 22 years after 9-11, and I had to stomach today being called the day of jihad, going through security uh, of protocols, going through all sorts of briefings for safety for myself and my staff. The fact that this is the United States and we need to worry about a day that celebrates extremism and that it celebrates terrorist extremism, that is insane. That is abhorrent. That is vile.
And the fact that they're allowed to walk these halls of Congress and accost members of Congress while we're trying to do our job is even worse. What you saw there in that open of yours, Steve, was me reaching my tipping point when this man tells me, F your F that baby. What about the babies in 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 Palestine? Are you kidding me? I don't care. Palestine and Gaza, they've been brewing hate and fomenting terrorism for decades. They breed hate, hatred towards Israelis, hatred towards Jews. We have seen the videos. We have seen what is coming out of there. If I have a staffer of mine that just came back from Europe and there's no FCC controlling and censoring what makes it to television there, what he was having access to would really be important for Americans to start. We should be lapsing the FCC regulations so we can actually see what is happening in Israel, the carnage that Hamas and the Palestinians are causing backed by Iran. And I'm pretty sure the CCP's money is all over this because there's no way that the Hamas and the Palestinians had the ability to pull this off without any help from Iran, any help from the CCP. This is all interconnected. I will bet, and I'm not much of a betting man, but I will bet that there's their fingerprints all over the place on this. Listen, given this, given the historic nature of New York with with nine eleven and before that, with trying to take down the uh, you know what is a ninety three trying to take down the World Trade Center with a bomb, um, is and, and you've seen these quite frankly, I'm shocked mass rallies down in Times Square and throughout New York City. Has DHS have you requested or the other members of the Republican delegation in New York requested any type of briefing about DHS about what they are doing right now to make sure that people on Long Island and in Manhattan and uh, all the boroughs are, are, are safe. Because uh, it's only going to get worse as the uh, IDF starts to go into Gaza. They've already requested 1.1 million uh, Palestinians or Gazans uh, get to the south of Gaza. Egypt's cut off uh, the border, so people are going to be jammed up. The images are obviously going to be, uh, uh, how do I say this, quite brutal. Uh, what's going to happen to residents, American citizens in the greater New York City area? Well, here's the deal, Steve. We've received a, a classified briefing, joint classified briefing the other day. The reality is the information given there and, and the requests we've made, I, I, I have very little faith that this president is capable enough at this point to do his job. The fact that I have a friend of mine, a good colleague, an honorable man in Corey Mills doing the president's job for him and evacuating constituents from all of our congressional district out of Israel right now should tell you everything you need to know. But here's something I can tell you. If the FBI stop persecuting all the MAGA supporters and all Republicans and actually start doing their job and trying to find out where did this flyer come from? Who are the sympathizers? Who are the rally organizers? That's where they're going to find cells. That's where they're going to find the hotbed of terrorism within the walls and the confinements of this country. That's how they're going to find all the terrorists coming in through the southern border that we already know 200 were apprehended, but how many more made it through without apprehension? That's what the FBI should focus on and then dump them onto the DOJ and have the DOJ prosecute uh, prosecute these people and put them where they belong, in a deep, dark hole in Guantanamo Bay where they're never going to be seen or heard of from again. But instead, we have this, this administration trying to commute 
sentences of terrorists involved on 9-11. We have this administration rele releasing uh, political prisoners from Iran and conceding $6 billion of money to flush their coffers. You can't convince me that the $6 billion being released doesn't impact the decision of Iran to divert some of their money, cash on hand, to other activities because they know they can go dip into $6 billion to cover for where they're uncovering. That's just the reality of what we're dealing with, Steve. Nobody is serious. The FBI isn't acting seriously. If the FBI wanted to act seriously, they would put above and above all, they would put safety and national security above all the other political nonsense that we're witnessing right now in this country. Congressman, um, Eric Adams went to Mexico, went down to Central America, but really didn't make a very compelling case. New York City still a sanctuary city. Todd Benzman tells us the numbers are being reworked from September 400,000. That would be 40 combat divisions came across the southern border. Uh, Hezbollah is, uh, is, is very active in uh, Central America and in Latin America. You look at the Roosevelt Hotel, you look at Midtown Manhattan. Are you confident? that DHS has their hands on top or really understands what's going on with just the illegal alien invaders that have come across the border in the last couple of months? Absolutely not. Look, the reality is and truth and honesty is there. Nobody has a hand on anything. You can't get a single person in the federal government, myself included, to answer you that question. Do you know why? Because it's an unmitigated disaster self-inflicted by this president, self-inflicted by his weak administration and the weakest, weakest person we could have seen ahead of this, which is Alejandro, Secretary Mayorkas, Alejandro Mayorkas, who does nothing, has a dereliction of duty, should be impeached, should have been impeached months ago. I have no understanding why the first thing on the docket of Jim Jordan, when he becomes speaker, should be to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. The proof is there, it's, it holds to be self-evident. There's no way that they can defend this. He should be removed from office immediately and replaced with somebody competent. And as far as all the, the migrants in New York City and, and Eric Adams, I give him a little credit for trying, but he's not trying hard enough. He needs to end the sanctuary city state and policy for both New York City and get the governor to agree for the state. The fact that tonight we have a city member in custody for lawfully carrying her firearm in New York City should tell you everything you need to know about where the priorities of this government lies. Uh, your constituents, where are their heads on this right now? This Your, your, your uh, district is a bellwether. Uh, it's loaded with patriots and hardworking Americans. Where, where the, where's their head right now on on the on the war in the Middle East and how it relates to uh, to uh, border security and the invasion of our southern border? Look, Steve, I represent a district that is 38 percent Jewish in population. Right. I represent a district that is fairly affluent. It's the most affluent district in the state by, by far. It is the most it was one of the top four most affluent in the country. The reality is these are hardworking Americans who work hard to attain everything they have and own. They just want peace and prosperity. But instead, they, they've been dealt high inflation, high taxes. 7,500 migrants in my district and counting. I have a tent city in Belrose, Queens, with at least 1,149 men, bodily able men, that can be a cell on their own and activate at any moment. And we don't know who they are, 
where they've come from. All we know is that they're seeking asylum, and we know that at least 85% of them won't even qualify for asylum. This is what the Biden administration has done. NY3 does not want this. Look, I can have all the problems in the world, but the one thing you'll never take away from me is I know my district. I know what my constituents want. I'm out there with them. I am the only member of Congress in New York City that is out there in the fray with them, protests, going to these facilities, trying to shut them down, taking motions along with the constituents to stop and heal and, and make it make it slow down the process of in, of growing and spreading these nonsensical policies. But the problem is I'm alone. There is a unit party out there that all they care about is lining their own pockets, specifically on Long Island. The corruption runs deep there. It's all about money when it comes to that. They don't care about the quality of life. So that is the, those are the challenges we have ahead of us. NY3 does not want this nonsense in the southern border. NY3 does not support what's going on in the Middle East. Uh, Congressman, what's your social media, your website? How do people find out more about you and more about everything you're doing up at NY3? Uh, Steve, you can find me on Getter, Twitter, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, at Rep. George Santos, and I'm all over there. And, I, you know, just come on, engage, and thank you for having me on the show. This is all about taking back our country. This is about fighting for what's right and to calling out what these people truly are. Don't let them fool you. These are terrorist sympathizers. If you sympathize for Palestine, you sympathize for Hamas. And if you do that, you're a terrorist sympathizer. Congressman Santos, thank you very much for joining us on a Friday night. Thank you, Steve. Uh, things are running a little hot over there in the House. Tim Burchett's going to join us in a little while. Also out in Park City, Utah, uh, Trent Staggs is going to tell us about this uh, this uh, conference that Mitt Romney and uh, Paul Ryan had to stop Trump. want to go now. I got EJ. Finally got EJ. And Tony couldn't get him this morning. EJ. We've been so wrapped up this afternoon. There's so much going on up here with the Jordan situation, with the House Speaker, what's going on in Israel. I have not had a chance to check. Did the federal government ever put out their number, sir? No, Steve, they haven't. And not only that, I actually reached out to the fiscal service <laughs> earlier today and still haven't gotten a response from them. So we'll see. But you know, what's, what I find uh, funny here, Steve, is that if you really wanted to try to, to bury some really bad news, what would you do? Well, you'd probably release it at about 5 p.m. on a Friday. Well, we just passed that and we still haven't gotten any numbers yet. But what's also strange is the fact that if you go through the daily statements that are put out by the fiscal service of the Treasury, you know, you can effectively compile. It'd be a lot of work, but you could effectively compile your own monthly statement. So we already have a pretty good estimate of what these figures are going to look like, and they're not good. But it, it begs the question, why on earth is, is the Treasury uh, stalling like this? Let, let's go to this. Tell uh, the, the, the audience the things we've been tracking, because we want to get the receipts. We want any more happy talk. The, the, uh, the, um, the report that you're looking for, what is it specifically? So, Steve, this is a monthly statement that is put out by the Treasury. It details all of the money coming into the federal government and all of the money going out. So it's going to show us where exactly money is being spent. Now, it doesn't give you, for example, where, where every single uh, uh, cent is spent. It's not going to tell you uh, who got Social Security checks, but it will tell you how much the Social Security Administration as a whole is spending. 
And what we've seen the last several months now is that uh, the interest payments on the debt, according to this statement, have gotten so large that they have eclipsed all but two line items in the budget, one of which is the Social Security Administration, and then the other is the Department for Health and Human Services. So that gives, I think, a, a size of scope as to just how bad this problem has gotten, the, the interest on the debt, how much it is costing us to finance our borrowing as a government. Hold on, hang on for a second, hang on a second. You're saying because the HHS would be some sort of combination, maybe Medicare and Medicaid, Social Security, Social Security. Are you telling me that the interest payments already are up at that level? Because those are the biggest, those are the mandatory expenditures. Those are the biggest expenditures that we make. Oh, Steve, that's a great question. So, uh, no, Medicare and Medicaid are going to be broken out separately. And in fact, they themselves are going to have multiple line items. For example, there is no single line item for defense. You would have to take multiple line items and add those together to get the entire bloated uh, defense budget. So when you're talking about these individual line items, you're talking about smaller organizations within larger branches, uh, or excuse me, larger sections of the uh, executive branch typically. Why is this so important for us? Why have we made uh, such a big deal about looking at this? Why, why have we? Uh, why have you said we got to get to the receipts? Why is it so important, Steve? Because our our current path is completely unsustainable. I mean, the you know a lot of times federal finances can can be very ethereal and it's difficult to try to actually get your mind around them. So if you just think about this in terms of of family finances instead, this is the equivalent of a family racking up tons and tons of credit card debt, much more than they actually earn. And they are in a position where they can't, they can't actually pay it back. In fact, it's gotten so bad that the amount of money that they can put towards their essential bills, and then also towards the interest charges on this debt is less than what, what they actually owe. In other words, they can't even pay the interest on the debt. It's going to continue growing larger and larger, even if they stop using the credit card entirely today. That's where the federal government is. We have spent so yes. much money and racked yes. up so much debt that we can't even afford the interest. I, I want to make sure people understand this. We're never going to pay off a penny of the principal, and we keep adding to that. We're, we're, we're going to have our back against the wall even to, pay the, uh, even to pay the debt, even to pay the debt service on this. As it grows, it's going to be even a bigger struggle. It's going to, it's going to consume everything. The other thing, uh, EJ, I want to make sure we get to is that even selling the bonds right now, because the market is so concerned about interest rates having to increase, although we're paying now numbers we haven't paid in, what, 20 or 30 years for the 10-year treasuries, the long bond, et cetera. It's, the treasury's having a very difficult time selling the bonds. The reason is bond buyers are, are concerned their interest rates go up. The principal, the face amount of the bond will be worth less. There's a bloodbath in the bond market. This is, this is what happens in these crises when one problem rolls over to the other. They're inextricably linked, and you get inexorably drawn into essentially what a bankruptcy is. If you were a company that couldn't print your own money, this nation is a classic bankruptcy case, sir. Right. And, and speaking of bankruptcy, a lot of people don't realize you know, there are uh, a lot of banks that, that have gone under this year, and we have a lot more that are teetering. But you know what the first bank that was insolvent was? It was the Federal Reserve. It's sitting on about a trillion dollars of unrealized losses 
on its balance sheet. And so this idea that that somehow things are contained, they're not. They are they are very much systemic. And and to your point, Steve, on on these bonds, uh, how much they have lost value. If you bought a a government bond when interest rates were at the rock bottom in 2020, those bonds today have lost about half of their value. I mean, people have just been absolutely decimated by this. If you're a a retiree or a would-be retiree, and you had a large amount of of your portfolio, your savings, your investments in bonds, those things have gotten absolutely crushed right now. And the only hope you have is that they don't default. this is this is this is a this is what I call a a, a quasi default, because you would think when a guy tells you, hey, your 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 port this part of your portfolio is going to be full of government securities that you know have uh you know it's impossible to default because we're never going to default as we've talked here about the debt ceiling many times. Even if we breach the debt ceiling, we're always going to pay off the interest. The problem is because the Biden inflation we call these Biden bonds. The principle, as interest rates go, they have to refinance higher interest rates. People buy those. The face amount of the bond you can sell starts to drop. What EJ is saying, there's a, a whole category of bonds that are 50% of face amount. You've lost half your money. And you're, but people are sitting there going, how can I lose my money on a government bond? Right? It's got no, those interest rates. And this is what EJ brought up uh, last week. Not only do we have $2 trillion of new deficits we have to finance just in this year. We have $8 trillion that rolls over that we have to refinance at higher rates. This is, nobody's speaking the truth to the American people. That's why EJ is all over us. We want to get the cash. And the reason I want to is that all these clowns, McHenry and all these guys cut this deal uh, and, and all they were talking about is $5 trillion coming in of, of taxes, revenues, tariffs, all of it. That number is not going to be five trillion. That's why they're holding the number back. And if I'm correct tonight at about ten o'clock, they're going to put that number up. They're going to bury this late at night on a Friday on a weekend, and you're going to see my number. EJ is still. I don't think they got to. I think they barely got to four point five trillion dollars of revenues, of essentially tax revenues, and that's because transactions have slowed down, and I think capital gains taxes are, are way way off. But that's mine, EJ. I, I thank you for being the Hawkeye on this thing. Where do people go to get all your social media, all your analysis? Best place to find me is going to be on X. The handle is at real EJ Antony. EJ, thank you so much. Honored to have you on here, brother. Thanks. Pleasure's all mine. For 5,000 years of, uh, in fact, I'll have EJ on next week. We'll talk this through about gold more, particularly about what happened over that weekend uh, in 1971. Up at Camp David, when Richard Nixon and his team, eh, you know, they stopped the convertibility of the Federal Reserve note into uh, into gold at thirty five dollars an ounce. Um, the um, I want you to go to Birch Gold right now. Ask Philip Patrick and the team the simple question: Why has gold been a hedge against turbulent times for five thousand years of mankind's history? You need to know it right now. You need to go to Birch Gold. They've got tax-free IRAs, 401ks, all types of instruments that can help you get precious metals in your portfolio to uh, be a bulwark against the turbulence ahead because we are going to go through some choppy water. I know you've been with the show for a couple of years, said, hey, we've gone through a lot of choppy water. You ain't seen nothing yet, folks. We're going to be back in a moment, put you inside the room with Congressman Tim Burchett.
I am the last person on earth to nag your, about your diet. I think you can see I don't always make the healthiest food choices either. But I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower b- blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens every morning. Unlike the others, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. You feel better with more energy, and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Now, let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. More energy. You'll look better. You'll feel better. And you'll get what the Mayo Clinic says is what you need in fruits and vegetables every day. Fieldofgreens.com. Code Bannon. Take agency. Do it today. Action, action, action. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news and all you see is crime and societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time-consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to itargetpro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code Bannon. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon. itargetpro.com. Action, action, action. For War Room Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. 
You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. House Republicans have chosen to triple down on the chaos, triple down on the dysfunction, and triple down on the extremism. That was House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries just a few moments ago reacting to how amid a global crisis that is unfolding in the Middle East, the U.S. House of Representatives remains leaderless and in chaos with no end in sight to their manufactured mayhem. Last hour, the Republican House caucus elected MAGA loyalist Jim Jordan as their next speaker designee. That was after Steve Scalise, who the Republicans had elected as speaker designee just two days ago, bowed out amid attacks about his health. He didn't get secure enough votes to win anyway. If all this sounds eerily familiar, it's because it is. It happened in January. It's still very much unclear whether Jim Jordan has the votes he would need to win a floor vote to become the Speaker of the House after 55 Republicans said they would vote against him in a full House floor vote. Joining our coverage, NBC News Capitol Hill correspondent Ali Vitale, also joining us, former congressman from Florida and MSNBC political analyst David Jolly. Ali, they're getting weird, right? Okay, Memphis, when my voice starts, that's when you take it down, but thank you. Um, Congressman Tim Burchett's going to join us now. Uh, Congressman, uh, Jim Jordan was the designee. Then he asked for a validation vote, up or down, only got to 155. He's quite short. Tell us what's going on in the struggle sessions the last couple of days, and uh, I think you've been a big uh, a Jim Jordan a supporter. What, what's going to happen over the weekend? Well, I think... Um that was done to bring his numbers up because he was running against another guy. There's a lot of open wounds, but I would, I would encourage people to call their congressman and, um, and encourage them along towards Jim Jordan. I don't think they got to be combative. Just say, we really like Jim. He's good for the, the grassroots because he really he is a base Republican and our base. I think it's really feeling, um, well, they've been feeling kind of left out, I think. We, 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 love, we love Jim Jordan. We love the Jim Jordan uh, 101 a lot better than we love the Jim Jordan 102 There's McCarthy's buddy. He's up on Hannity giving gobbledygook about a CR that's going to roll into January. He's talking about funding Ukraine. He's open to, I mean, is this Jordan that people are going to vote for? Is this going to be the fighter that everybody that knows and loves Jim and his Congressman Jordan had worked with him for years? Are we going to see this this new version is uh, strikes people as odd and particularly CR, the debt. You got the border. I mean, there's now the numbers been redone for September. Four hundred thousand illegal alien invaders that came came across. And that's 40. As your father could tell you, that's 40. Tim, he'd say young Tim. That's 40 combat divisions. So is Jordan yep. the guy? Is he is he a guy, you know, him personally, you're part of that inner circle. Is is Jordan going to give us the fight we need? Uh, he is, you know, I always think, I always think of my daddy telling me stories about that, you know, stuff like that. When he would, um, remember he told me about hitting the beach on Peleliu 
probably nobody's ever heard of Peleliu, but it was one of the bloodiest battles the entire Pacific. Supposed to be a three-day mop-up, and it was over 20 days of combat. It was brutal. And um, uh, and Daddy said, you know, he was going in on that amphib, and he looked at the front. There's this cocky guy up front talking about all he's going to do. And he looked in the back, and there was a guy in his helmet crushing out a cigarette and uh, and just kind of muttering to himself, maybe praying. And Dad said, that's the guy I'm going in with. And I think that is the Jim Jordan. I think he, he can rally the, the troops. He's as smart as anybody in Congress. But he, um, but I think ultimately, it's the original Jim, the original recipe. Jim Jordan is who we're going to get, and he's going to he's going to rally the the base. He's going to take the fight to the Senate. He'll take the fight to the White House, and that's really what we've got to have. We have got to have that, you know. And I, the status quo crowd, my daddy would call them uh, the Chamber of Commerce crowd. They're not going to be for Jim Jordan. They don't like Jim Jordan. He's too he's too tied to Trump or he's too conservative. He's too this. But, you know, you, you just look at your your previous guests from the Heritage Foundation. We are spending we're taking in somewhere around four to five trillion dollars a year, spending seven trillion. And that's the conservative principles that that this party, that this country and this party have fallen on. And we've got to get somebody to write that ship. And. I don't think there's anybody else in Congress who can do it in Jim Jordan. I how, wish. Can, how, 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 how can McHenry send you guys home for the weekend? The, 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 although the Senate's not around, we're burning daylight on getting those appropriations done. Is, 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 is McHenry right now, Politico's reporting, McHenry's trying to cut a deal with the Democrats. They would go 15, they would name him speaker, and, and the, all the moderates would come together. He would do it at 15 days at a time. And he'd do a big old CR. He'd get ready for an omnibus. He'd get Ukraine funding in there. What's the mentality of these guys like Ben Henry? Are they true conservatives or is this just all happy talk? I think they want to stay in power. I think the swamp is talking and and it's talking pretty loud. But I, I would like to hear from the base, the grassroots. Don't waste your time calling me or sending me an email on the issue. I, I think I know where we need to be. I mean, your choice on our choice will be between Hakeem Jeffries and Jim Jordan. That's the choice. You know, you have a group of folks that are literally Marxist. I mean, they want to see everything. They want our guns. They want our freedom. And they sure as hell want our tax dollars. And they will continue to, to get that until we stop them. And this will stop them. We have got to take back the House. We've got to get it in conservative hands. And this is our best shot right now. How, how do you how do you go from 155 to get to 217? You're back on Monday afternoon, Monday evening, and then Tuesday in in, in living color. You're going to do this. No more anonymous votes. How, how are you working with Jordan going to get him to 217? I think that the first vote, honestly, I don't think he gets there. I don't think anybody gets the magic number. And um and then when people see how they're, they're, I think we take a break and people hear from home and people back home will say, this is enough is enough. We have got to take the country back. And I can't say that with any more sincere or honesty because Mr. Bannon, we are, I, I really think we are very close to losing our country. If you're seeing the protests that are going on right now in this country on our college campuses, 
and and around this is not this is something that is just it, it's not organic it's, it just happened out of people's frustration or something they said oh let's go pro this is planned and and we got to realize the southern border is wide open and these folks the people that we caught that are on the terrorist watch list literally ought to scare the hell out of you but it's the ones we didn't catch that are out there and and our state department our white house and others have been compromised well i feel like people that are iranian sympathizers and um i mean they are legitimately not good people and we have got to realize what's going on and if we don't take control of this thing it's all going to hit us at once it ain't going to matter if the house is in out of session for two days or three days because this white house is inept and we got to have somebody that can stand up to them and jim jordan is that is the best choice Congressman Burchett, what's, what's your social media? I know people are going to want to follow you, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to make try to make contact with you over the weekend because uh, yes, this vote couldn't be any more important on Tuesday. Where, where do people get you? At Tim Burchett is the best one. That's my good one. That'll give me the ban and bump, as I always get when I'm on with you, and I appreciate you, brother. Oh, I don't we want everybody to pile into this right now. I, I don't know what it is about the women and um, and – are the ladies in these rural districts, but they just love you everywhere I go out in these rural communities. They always see you on, they see me on with you and they go, Oh, you know, Steve Bannon. I go. Well, thank you. We love the, uh, we love the audience. We love the posse and uh, we love all the folks out there. Whenever I get a pile into the social media of Congressman Burchett, there's going to be a big weekend, a lot going on uh, as the Israel, as IDF, moves into Gaza and also uh, the firestorm that people are going home to either have town halls or meet with constituents. We want everybody to load up here talking about Congressman Jim Jordan. Thank you, Congressman Burchett. Really appreciate it. Thanks. Be positive. Be positive. Thank you, brother. Um, 202-225-3121. That's the uh, switchboard up at the House. Call your local congressman. Find out if they're going to have a town hall or find out how you can sit down and, and give them uh, the old what for. Uh, if you're for Jim Jordan and we want the 1.0 version, not 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 in love too much with the 2.0 version that was uh, working with McCarthy. If Jim Jordan would take on the D.C. insider cartel uniparty, he would be a blow away easy winner for the uh, speakership. But that's where everybody's kind of, you know, this weekend is going to decide this, I think. He's President Trump's endorsement. President Trump endorsed Jim a week ago Thursday. So he's been it for a while. Now it's uh, Jim's turn in the barrel. Uh, Trent Staggs joins us now from out in Utah. Before I get to the Mitt Romney, Trent, you're running for the Senate, and so far you're doing a pretty good job. If you were in the Senate, would you force McConnell and Schumer, these guys, why is the Senate not here? Why are they traveling throughout the world on these congressional delegations and going to you know, Europe and, and hanging out when they have not passed an appropriations bill yet, sir? Can you explain that to me? Well, it's uh, it's it's because it's part of their, you know, it's they they aren't listening to the American people. I mean, that's part of the problem that we have here. It's uh, we've, we've had for far too long. We have a ruling elite that's more concerned about maintaining power, being part of their club than actually doing what's right for the American people. And that's what I've noticed as I've gone around the state. You know, it's it's just people are sick and tired of it. They said enough is enough. We have to get true conservatives, constitutional conservatives in office. 
people that are going to work for us, for the American people, finally, instead of just uh, concerned about themselves and enriching themselves and maintaining power. That has now brought the country literally to the brink. They should be there in D.C. They shouldn't be off uh, just hobnobbing and doing everything outside of what they've been actually elected to do, which is to represent the people and get the job done there. And, and individual senators have enormous power. I mean, the Senate, each individual is much more empowered than in the House, where it really takes a committee chairmanship or being leadership. You're committing to the people now uh, when you get in that there's there's going to be regular order, no more games. These appropriations bills are going to be done indip- individually. And so people can see exactly what the horse trades are in each of these bills. Absolutely. I mean, I've talked to our, our senior senator, our great Senator Mike Lee, extensively about this. And that is the problem. It is that we have these continuing resolutions, these omnibus bills. Uh, everything is hidden in there. And this, this deals, this horse trading is going on. You know, it's the, the law firm, he said, of McConnell, Schumer, uh, McCarthy and Jeffries, or used to be McCarthy, <laughs> that would drop this on the desk with 24, 48 hours to go and say, all right, if you don't pass this, the government's shutting down and it's all your fault. I mean, that is just so ridiculous. We need to get back to, yes, the 12 appropriation subcommittees, having bills independently with each one of those with ample opportunity, ample opportunity for debate and amendment uh, so that everything can be out there. It's transparent and we get back to regular order and be able to you know, pass bills that uh, that will get us back to some source of, of fiscal sanity. I mean, to hear a Congressman Burchett there talk about the, the amount of revenue coming in at four or five trillion and the spending levels at seven trillion dollars. I mean, I don't need to say that's unsustainable. That's just, it's, it's beyond unsustainable. If we got back to pre-COVID spending levels, the five trillion dollars would cover it. This is the whole fight right now. I mean, these people are out of control. Look, you volunteered to come on on a Friday. I know you're doing a ton, a ton of stuff, Mayor Staggs. The, the audience's head's blown up because the guy you forced out of the race, uh, Romney, is out. He's had a two-day uh, conference, and he couldn't have picked a more beautiful place. Park City, Utah is one of the great towns in this country. He's got Paul Ryan out there, and their whole thing is a stop Trump. And these are Republicans, donors, other senior people in the Republican Party, operatives, consultants, pollsters, because they said it's not in their DNA, it's not in their DNA to accept Trump as a Republican nominee. Can you give us an update and your thoughts and observations? Well, here we go again, right? I mean, their E2 summit that they had in Park City on Tuesday, uh, like you said, for a couple of days there. That E2 stands for experts and enthusiasts. I mean, the only thing they're expert or enthusiastic about is going against the will of the American people. That, to me, is what is just unbelievable here. Here, President Trump, President Trump has got, what, 70%, I think, in many polls I've seen, 60, 70% support amongst the Republican Party. And here you have a group of elite billionaires that are out of touch with the American people, and they want to sit in a closed door session, you know, the images of smoke filled rooms and and be able to uh, just just sit there and try to determine how they can stop uh, President Trump. Let's go ahead and do something counter to the will of the American people. That's the problem. Everything we've been talking about here, I think, goes together where you have this ruling elite uh, that view themselves as you know, the club, they, they have more loyalty and fidelity to themselves and how they're going to keep power amongst themselves and wealth enrich themselves than they are about going out there and uh, 
uh, and supporting the American people. And, and as you said, we've, we scared Romney out of this race. He knew he, he was looking at the numbers. He knew that he had very low favorability amongst Utahns here. As we traveled around, they said, hey, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. They were not going to be voting for him again. We dropped him down considerably in the polls since we announced and called out his record, reminded people of that, that constant betrayal uh, to the promises that he made five years ago. And so you know, here we go again, his meeting with closed door sessions in Park City. And that is a beautiful space. I mean, I was just up there last night. We had a town hall in Park City. Uh, many of those Republican delegates that were just so, so tired of the status quo, and they were just energized to see someone like myself offering a, 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 an alternative, a true conservative alternative to Mitt Romney, uh, somebody who is much more closely aligned to Senator Lee, who can get back there to D.C., and we can finally, finally effectuate the change that we need in this country. I mean, Congressman Burchett, I think, laid it out there. It's, we, are, we are on the brink. We are definitely on the brink here. And we have, we've got to have people in D.C. that have got spine, that have got backbone, that can be able to make these strong, these tough decisions. And uh, I, I, I look forward to doing that. Uh, I really do. Mayor Staggs, how can people uh, follow you? What's the social media? Where do they go to the site? How do they find out more about you and your, uh, and your campaign out there in the great state of Utah? They can go to TrentStags.com, S-T-A-G-G-S, TrentStags.com, at Mayor Staggs on social. And uh, we really appreciate the support. Uh, I, I got to say, too, Steve, as I'm traveling around, I'm doing my town halls. We've done scores of them. Uh, people love you. They love your show. They said, hey, I saw you on Bannon. Uh, so you've, you've, got, you've got a great audience here in the state of Utah as well, my friend. Great. I got to tell you, the folks out in Utah couldn't be any better. That's why it's such a bellwether and what your campaign such a bellwether because the folks in Utah are the backbone of this country. They're just fantastic. So thank you. Glad the Warren Posse is going to your town halls and getting to meet you. So thank you, sir. Appreciate you coming on tonight. Thank you. You know, that's what's doing it right now. So this audience and, and the work you're doing right now. And look, a lot of people, Jim Jordan's a good man. Jim Jordan's a solid man. The question is, and this weekend is going to decide it, I think, and Jim Jordan, with your help, pull it together. He's still, I don't know, 50, 60 votes short. Uh, the, the folks that we deal with a lot have told us the last couple of days, and we'll have more, I think, to report tomorrow morning on it and on Monday. There have been real struggle sessions inside of these House meetings. People really at each other's throats, but this is what it gets down to. We're an extremist right now, and you're, you're going to see it this weekend. You're going to particularly see it as the IDF uh, moves into uh, to Gaza. Look. The people that have been against the same thing they tried to do against Netanyahu, that whole thing they did for months and months and months and months and months about the Supreme Court, that's the exact type of color revolution they've been trying to do here against President Trump. It's the same cast of characters, same playbook. And you're going to see it now. With the ticking time bomb, we have two ticking time bombs in this nation. One is this debt. That's why we're staying up tonight to get you the numbers. They're hiding. The numbers have always, like clockwork, put out they should have been put out last night about five or six o'clock. They were not. There's no excuse today why the government has not put these numbers up, except for the fact they're trying to hide something. They're trying to do some accounting to not make it look so, so bad. I will have it up. Be up on Getter. Uh, we're going to be back here live tomorrow morning, uh, live uh, from the nation's capital. There's so much going on, so many dogfights. Of course, we're going to be following uh, the Hamas war uh, very, very closely. Remember, 
Josh Phillips said it well today. This is, he called it four separate wars. I call it one war, the beginning of World War III, on four separate fronts. Still, the most important front is the invasion of the United States of America. Two ticking time bombs, that $33 trillion in debt that increases every second of every day. And the 8 to 10 million illegal alien invaders that are in this country. Make sure you go to My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is a great Utah company. Make sure you check it out today. Be prepared. Also, our sponsors, Home Title Lock. Do not let some cyber criminal get into the records and take your uh, take your uh, title and get a second a mortgage on it that you got to pay off from some hard money lender like 12% because they don't want to hear your tale of woe after it's already been taken. Just go to Home Title Lock today and check it all out. Of course. Birch Gold, so proud of our, our partnership with Birch Gold. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get the end of the dollar empire. But now I think you need to talk to Philip Patrick and the team. We're in turbulence. You need to know how to make gold part of your retirement and to make gold, uh, gold part of the assets that you invest in. It's time now to take a look and find out why gold for 5,000 years of man's recorded history has always been the anchor to windward and you're going to need it because folks we're going to go through turbulent times and we're going to go through it together here in the war room I want to thank our incredible audience you took out a speaker of the house first time in american history what about a week 10 days ago you took out another one scalise and the determination of whether a jim jordan will be speaker or not rest with this audience this weekend we'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.